the best part of your week is about to begin. This is the time where we talk shop, swap stories, and share lessons from our wild adventures in the creative industry. With each and every lovingly crafted episode, we strive to bottle that magic, warm, electric feeling you get after coffee with a new friend or attending a fantastic breakout session at a creative conference. You might start as strangers, but you'll leave as friends. Buckle up, settle in, and get ready for this episode of Making a Mark. Hello and welcome to another episode of Making a Mark, the show where we bring creators on and ask them one big question and goof off a lot and completely change the recipe of the show every few weeks. I am joined, as always, by Ashley, Dashley, Bebop, Pope Ashley, Ulmer. Hey, how how's it going? That reminds me of like, you know, those like ch- when you're younger, like, you know, elementary school games or whatever they're like, you know, who has their hand in the cookie jar or whatever. So Ashley has her hand. Like whenever you're like, that's the, how you're like, Bebop, well, Ashley, like mine was always like a hard one too, because there's like nothing that rhymes with it. <laughs> uh, bring, bring those, bring those rhyme problems, send them my way. I'll make yeah, a rhyme yeah. out of it. Yeah. We'll invent some words to make it happen. <sighs> well, how's it how's going? Doing? I know that it, it's good. Our, our the 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 true like ocean of fans that we have has been was <laughs> disappointed that you had to go pick up your dog last week. Oh, uh, it was, they could, out they okay? could wait. I'm sorry, the ocean of fans could wait because this little guy, <laughs> legitimately, like I could talk about him my whole podcast. Like he's amazing to me because he's the first puppy in my entire life. That has been so chill. Like he's like the chillest dog, oh. and he is what? the sweetest, the sweetest little boy. He's so cute. Oh my gosh, I'm just obsessed with him. Man, but yes, that's, his name is that's DC. Wonderful for you, I know. He's just, DC? I know. Please tell me his, his middle name is Talk. No, talk so we have we have Marvel. Our other we have two other dogs, but one of them's named Marvel. So we got <laughs> DC, and then but we actually call him Dave. So his name's the the boys named him Dave Cheddar. So DC. So, but we call him Dave, but his real name is DC. Dave Cheddar. I like that. I like that. (laughs) I'm a big fan of naming dogs uh, human names and naming kids animal names. That's my, that's my go-to maneuver. Like (laughs) if it sounds like a good, like hunting dog name, like that's what I'm going to name a child. Yeah. Um, And then I have like a fish named Walter and uh, (laughs) I did not get to name our dog, but she, she could have been something really like Margaret or something like really. Yeah. Really, you know, good to go. Yeah. Anyway, um, as much as everyone is dying to hear what we think about animals and how we named them, uh, we've got a great guest today. Yeah, I'm so excited. Who, 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 who is joining us? (laughs) Is there an owl in the house? What's up? What's up? What's that? Uh, Ashley, (laughs) I feel like another check-in segment we have on the show is how fried is Josh? Um. Oh, Josh, is your mic set to heaven? Oh, thank you for letting me know. This is exactly the sort of thing that makes me so yeah, angry. See, that, that's my buddy, Jared. After, thank you oh, for being here. You're awesome. Jared, you oh my were gosh. 100% right. I was using yeah. my headphones, not my mic, which always makes me sad when I listen back to the episode later. Oh my gosh, thank it you. totally... Is it better now? I would have. The funny thing is I would have never, ever like notice that but then now that you changed it i could totally notice but like audio stuff i literally have no clue like if it sounds bad i'm like mm. oh that sounds fine but yes thank no, you this sounds Jared, like velvet awesome. dreams <laughs> yes adam yes, west totally. uh, no you're right we have no uh technical i am the fallback technical support for this podcast and i don't know and don't usually care and so you get what you get at the 
making a mark <laughs> show. Totally. Uh, yeah, Ashley. So yeah, new segment of the show. How fried is Josh on this Friday? Um, I would can I say guess the number? Like a number? Can I like? Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Please, please well, guess how many fried eggs it. Josh is. You almost said it. So now I feel like I that was kind of like a cheat. But I would I would say you were like you were gonna say like a five. You were like a. F- you had that f- in there, so I think it's a five out of ten. Out maybe? of what? Out of oh no, six. I was gonna say five out of six. Three. Thirteen 30. out of ten. Oh, thirteen. Okay. Yeah, we. <laughs> I was way off. Yeah. Me too. This has been a really crazy week. I'm not gonna lie. Like running and like starting the show today. Literally, I didn't do anything until like two minutes before. I mean, that's not unusual, but still I'm like, what are we talking about today? What is going on? What is happening right now? I don't even know. But, oh my goodness. Yeah. We're, we're all excited. running by the seat of our pants over here today. Josh For real. Team crispy. Nuts. Yeah. Crispy boys with the, with the nice mic. We've got another uh, crispy girl joining us here shortly. Ashley, do you want yeah. to, who do, who do, who I asked you who we have and then you made fun of the owl and then we, cause you said it like 12 times like who, 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 um, <laughs> who we have today is, um, our friend, Tiffany Kelly. Whoa, whoa. Yay! And Hello. she's from it's the honest. Tiffany Kelly. Hi, Tiffany. Hi. So good to be here. I'm so excited to talk about all the graphic design things and to chat with you guys. Yeah, thanks for thanks for being here and thanks for yeah. this was this was a last minute thing. So we're really thankful that you were able to come You're on and we've hero. been wanting to you have you on anyway, so that's perfect. So thank you for being here. Exactly. Well, judging how fried both of you guys are, maybe on the naps or something. We'll just give the show to you through our our work samples for Bro. a little bit. <laughs> that's our that's that's next episode is uh take yeah. a nap with making a mark and we just have some like, <laughs> some, like and all of our viewers have to actually go do in it the background everybody goes and lays down you just see us in the background yeah. live streaming a nap well, it'd cool. be the most productive well, <laughs> hey sometimes I, I i have said it once i said a thousand times i'm a big 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 believer in an eight minute nap and it's backed by military research uh, they, it's actually a thing they do in the Navy is teach you how to take an eight minute nap. So anytime you're just like, 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 you, you know, like everybody shuts down in different ways, but you're like physically kind of in pain because of how tired you are. Um, yes, that, that, sorry. The thing you can do. No, 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 you're good. I was just like realizing how workaholic-y I sound right now. Like <laughs> when, okay, there's there's like bad tired and then there's painful tired. Once you get to that zone, yeah. let me walk you through your tips to get back to function. So yeah, you, 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 you lay on the floor and you, if possible, you prop your feet up so that like, here, I'll show you like, your feet <laughs> like go on the couch like this and then sure. you lay back flat so like the blood's yeah. flowing a bit better. You set a little I, like I'm just going to say timer. that. That visual was like so unnecessary because like we definitely knew what you meant when you said put your feet up. Like you didn't yeah. have to show us. Like, <laughs> well, for our podcast Let's audience, Ashley, can you please can you please describe what just happened well, because they Josh. might be lost. They might be in the dark right now and trying okay. to take notes. Sure. So okay, guys. So just for you know the people who can't see, Josh <laughs> turned to the right and he lifted both of his legs up as if to put them on the couch and to get blood flow to his brain, I suppose. So thanks for that, Josh. That was productive. But all I got to say is naps. I am not a nap girl. Like if I take a nap, I'm out for the rest of the day. I cannot do a power nap. Like if I hate, I can't do naps. Like I, one, it's hard to turn my brain off. Just give it a smooth whirl. 
I, I can't Listen. unless it's like a really, really long day. But other than that, mm-mm, it's not my thing. Can't do it. Tiff, Tiff, are you pro or anti naps? My husband is like Ash. Um, he can't do it makes him feel more bad to take a nap, which I get. Sometimes that's my my experience, too, but mostly pro. This is the problem. You can't like go bundle up in your bed and like zonk out for two and a half hours. That ain't it. Yeah. We're talking, we're talking about power nap for the yeah. real achievers in life because you wake <laughs> up and this is, this is the sign that, you know, it was the right kind of nap. Your toes tingle a little bit and you just feel this like new zest of life. And what you've done basically is like your machine's running slow, your, your MacBook or whatever, and you power that puppy down and turn it back on. And it's like, Oh, cool. Had a little reset, got all the, <laughs> got all the bad vibes out. And now I'm, I'm awake and ready to rumble. Yeah, um, no, I'm, I'm not there you go. A, nap, a nap girl. My husband definitely is. He loves naps. He's a, he's a nap guy. Power naps for sure, but not here. Mm-mm. Well, I don't know. Is he a power napper or is he just a snooze napper? I don't know. We're really getting down in the weeds. Depends. I would love to look. <laughs> I would love to look through some of our naps and puppies. We're gonna ask naps and pups. We're gonna bring up uh, Tiffany's Instagram. If you if you guys aren't already, go yeah. follow Tiffany Kelly Creative. One of the super cool things to me that stood out about Tiffany is she does like graphic stuff like the rest of us or many of us that, that do this show. And then she also does spatial branding and interior design stuff, which is something that I'm like an armchair interior decorator. Like I, that stuff is interesting to me. I don't have any chops in it. I enjoy it. I read books on it. I watch people on it. But she out here doing the real deal. And this stuff is super sick. Oh, my gosh. This is awesome. Man, I'm a big fan Easter. of this. Uh, Ashley, what did you want to pull up? Um, right there. So the like the green, the moss up, the moss. Oh, the moss. Green moss. Yeah, I had a feeling. I, I'm Duh, interested because I can see it behind you. So yeah. I want to talk about it. Yeah. I've been wanting to build that for a while since I kind of set up this workspace over here in my living room, which is just in my living room because I like the view the most from here Same. out to the park um, across the street from our house. So, yeah, so we have this little section of wall that I've always thought, let's do a moss. So I've done um, pieces like this. I used to work for a church for 11 years before I started doing freelance a year ago. Um, and I've done pieces like this for my church for an Easter or a Christmas install or some kind of event where I've used moss. Um, I think I've done a moss and this flexible LED neon strip before, but then I've used the neon strip for other things as well. So I kind of knew how to do it, but um, mm. every project is kind of like a, a learning. Is that real moss or is it a little fake? It's called um, preserved moss. So it's a natural product, but it's dried first and then colored. So like if you go to Michael's and you see the really, you know, bright magenta type, it's just because they've dyed all of this. Sure. So they say that it actually, and I'll give you a little tip that actually I think you see in this video is um, don't buy it online because it'll already be a little bit more dried. Oh, sure. So this stuff only lasts about, I think they say like five to 10 years. And then it just starts getting a little crunchy, a little bit brown and dry. But if it's been in a warehouse, like um, if you don't see it on a shelf and it's nice and bright and green, then don't buy it. Gotcha. Pro tips already 12 minutes into the episode. (laughs) Buy your moss from reindeer moss. We learned where to buy moss. I'm sure how I'm sure because you live in Florida, correct? Yes. That the humidity there will help it even last longer. Oh, yeah. I'll bet. Unfortunately, I hate the humidity. 
Yeah. See, like if if I had that moss thing here in New Mexico, literally that thing would dry out probably in a month because it's yeah. so dry here. Um, but yeah, you're probably that's right because so cool. it kind of feels like spongy, like it has mm-hmm. some moisture, not moisture, but like like it's not dry and brittle yet when you yeah. pull it out of the bag. That's so cool. I love it. I love that Thanks. you took the time to do that too. Like it's cool. Well, it's been a year in yeah. that I wanted to do this. And I still haven't done it yet until like a month ago. So yeah, that's cool. That great. Thanks. Wait, so you've only been doing the Honest Pixel for a year now? Yeah. Um, a year in March. So about a year and a month. Yeah. Yo, congrats. Yeah. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Has it been been going good so far? It has been going really well. Um, I feel like I've been very fortunate to have been staying busy. Um, I definitely haven't, Mm -hmm. um, haven't found the trick to the feast or famine, uh, way of life. I feel like I'm either very, very busy and got three inquiries today about a new project, or I don't hear anything for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, so I've been, you know, I have some strategies for that. I wait until, you know, those famine times to like write a blog or, um, mm. you know, do some stuff with in my business. Um, but yeah, I've been pretty fortunate to stay busy and to kind of have some people, mostly people that I know and people that I kind of know that I know, you know, yeah. a couple, uh, steps removed hiring me so far and that's been a blast so yeah well I will say because I mean I've been doing this for you know I mean owning businesses and stuff but design itself like being a freelancer for the last 15 years and it's always like that like it's like there'll be like days and weeks where it's so many people are flooding in and then they'll like so for instance last week for me there was like a ton of new inquiries ton of sales this week nothing so it's just like depends on the week. I don't know. It's real. And a lot, and I I think you'll start to notice too, as you um, keep going that you'll notice different trends throughout one throughout the year, but throughout seasons and also times Mm -hmm. of the week. So like for me, Mm -hmm. I, my biggest sales week, like, I mean, obviously I could see this in my sales, like overall, but is Mondays and Tuesdays, like for whatever reason, people, my clients love to get stuff done on Monday, Tuesdays, and then the rest of the week, it's usually pretty slow. So it just depends. And it's always right around the first of the month too. So it's just, Mm -hmm kind of depends that so makes sense. that ebb and flow yeah. i would assume the start of the month thing mm-hmm. is like budgets are opening back up like they spend yeah. all their money on the thing and they got you know more stuff come in or whatever now they're ready yeah 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 same thing with thing. end of year too end of the year a lot of times that happens too yeah well it's kind of um it's probably easy to get used to for me because i was working at a big church on their creative team for 11 years before doing this and that's always how it is at on church staff. Um, I, I wouldn't say famine, but just feast all the time, like projects coming and then the next projects coming. So you just kind of always have these like ups and downs of, um, you know, the next, next busy season. And they're always related to, I I think sometimes day of the week, but sometimes, uh, you know, season, obviously like Christmas and Easter and things like that. Sure. Conferences and stuff. So I'm I'm trying to get used to it. Terrible here. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not even going to say it, actually. No, no you have to now. You can't, now you can't, you can't get away with uh, it now. I love Jesus and I love what these holidays represent. But from a business flow standpoint, I hate Easter and Christmas mm-hmm. because what it ends up doing is you get crunched up stuff where like everybody needs everything. You know, you take a month of work and crunch it into two weeks. Um, and then on the flip side of that, everybody is checked out and I, I was ready for it. And I was thinking about it for Christmas was not thinking about it or anticipating it for Easter. But I noticed mm-hmm. like, oh, shoot, like went from like, 
like just like it was like crickets in like a single week. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, everybody's thinking about Easter right now. And it wasn't even like I was still having calls, but people weren't even paying their invoices or like mm-hmm. like nothing. I'm like, what mm-hmm. the crap? And and I, I was thinking back, I was like, oh, yeah, this is the same thing, except a little bit lesser degree, like spring break yeah. and Easter kind of fell similar in, in certain parts of the country. And so um, everybody's back in the saddle and rolling again. Yeah. But I was just like, can't, it is just, can't everything just always be normal? The kids are just always in school. Yeah. There are no holidays. We all just work constantly. That's Josh's dream world. Right. It is interesting, though, like how throughout the year and the seasons, there are different ebb and flows and not only just for the the creative industry. So like, for instance, I'm I'm friends like here locally with a lot of small business owners like, you know, there's different shops or um, makeup artists or thing like things like that. Not I mean, creative esque but not like designers and Mm -hmm. same thing and it may even be here just like in our region but for whatever reason right after christmas all the way until about march is dead like nobody like everybody's super slow with everything and also like they call they call um New Mexico, it's perfect for your hat, actually, Josh. They call us the land of manana because we're all very much like yeah, put it off, it put it off. Yeah, type of thing. But um, but yeah, every year, same thing. Like I hear from business owners here locally um, and, you know, my girlfriends and stuff, they're always like, it's so dead. And everybody's like, should we still do this or should we sell the business? Like everybody freaks out at the beginning of the year. And it's like, no, just chill out. Just wait like a couple weeks and it'll be fine again. But I don't know what the that I don't know. Do you guys experience horrendous. that? <laughs> Do you guys experience um, that? Like at the first, like our first of the year? To a significantly lesser degree. Okay, so I would say first of the year, yeah. Um, like every Christmas, I'm geared up and like, okay, got to like pre-sell a bunch of work to do. And then yeah. everybody tails off and disappears. And then what I always forget, or at least I did this year, is like, oh, yeah, sales don't pick back up again until mid-late January. And mm-hmm. basically, I've gone like a month without like <clears throat> landing anywhere near normal work. You know, and so sure. you're like, <gasps> you get in hardcore panic mode two weeks into January and then it all gets normal yeah. again. And then February is insane. And then and then we're fine until Easter. And then, yeah. So I don't know. Then Easter's insane. And then it just starts yeah. all over again. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But all yeah. Right. So what I, I want to ask you this, Tiffany. So you said that you do like in like. So what what did what did you call it? Spatial. Spatial branding, yeah. Spatial branding. Mm -hmm. So like interior design. So that would be more so like kind of um, like building. Like So I guess that's my question. Like what does that mean? Yeah, Yeah. what does that mean? Because my guess would be like almost like set design. Like so like for for instance, like a service, you would be the one who would set up the stage. And is it that kind of design? Sometimes it can be something like that. That's a temporary thing for an event. But most of the time, go ahead, Josh. Well, I was going to say spatial. It's like space space stuff, right? Like you're making yeah, space, yeah. Like you're getting ready. So for- usually, oh, space yeah, no. <laughs> Um Usually, I describe it as kind of a mix between interior design and graphic design. And mm-hmm. I have a background in architecture. That's what my degree is in. Cool. So um, anything I've just kind of accidentally, while working at the, that church for a while, um, ended up with a, pro- a lot of projects that were like a custom build or a photo spot or um, or like redesigning a room. And so I ended up doing that a little bit more and more. So, um, yeah, it's graphic design. Some people call it, um, environmental graphic design. Some people call it spatial storytelling, but it's, um, graphic design for interior and exterior spaces. So usually it includes 
wall graphics, murals, um, feature walls, things like that. Uh, Signage for interior and exterior signage, sometimes kids theming for like churches for kids check in spaces. And then sometimes it can also go into a little bit more into an interior design category where it's um, where it's also like selecting fixtures and finishes and furniture and paint colors and all of that. So I um, one of my first clients was uh, um, a company who does this for churches, interior design and graphics and theming for churches. And I've kind of gotten really um, interested in that. So cool. It's been super fun. As far as those clients is, are you only working in the church world? Well, actually, even just in general, like with your business, do you, do you, is your main like bread and butter church world or do you work with businesses and individuals for any sort of like design stuff, even for their, um, you know, homes and stuff? Uh, I don't really do within the home because I I call it spatial branding because I really do like to take the branding and just like you would Mm. take somebody's brand and logo and brand assets and identity and interpret it into their packaging and their tone of voice and all those things that encompass the branding. I like to make sure and include and think of a space as that. So I've done coffee shops. I've done, so I really kind of think of like the branding as being the catalyst for that and the graphic design. So I don't do homes, but a lot of my clients are, some of my clients are churches, some are small businesses. I do logo design as well. So I end up having some connections with uh, small businesses and nonprofits. That's a great upsell and super unique too. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. I've actually like, so I grew up, um, my mom, she's been an interior uh, designer since I was young, but she does homes. And so like her main business now is she's a, um, a real estate stager so she like stages homes for to be for sale um but yeah so I've always loved you know obviously like interior design as far as like the home space but um you know it's interesting though like you're literally living kind of sort of the dream that I had when I was like a, a young kid so when I was in middle school literally my dream job was to be a set designer like for movies so like yeah. being the one who builds all the sets and stuff or like stage design and stuff like that that was my dream and I never pursued that but you're kind of you're kind of living it a little bit so we well, can do it. Let's that. chat more about how to transition <laughs> into designing some spaces. Yeah, yeah. It's super fun. I actually yeah. um, used to, back in, <laughs> in the church world, when I was on a church staff, I would, was leading their Christmas project most years. Sure. And so um, that included a lot of the temporary like Christmas installs. So it'd be banners or decorations. And there's definitely a decoration piece to that. Um, so since I've been gone, they hired me back last Christmas and a couple of the guys on the team were kind of like, we don't know how to decorate. And I'm like, well, but it's just theming. It's just graphic design, but for 3D, yeah. but yeah. I, I it's understand just job security security is what it is. <laughs> yeah, true. That is, yeah. <laughs> I'm not complaining. It was super fun. That's awesome. That's awesome. The well, sad for- thing about it to me is that it's a little bit like a, an in-person thing. Like, I feel like you could become like. Yeah. The it, if this is something you want to do, like the it girl for like interior sp- setup for, and like churches across America want want Tiffany for Christmas install, and oh, yeah. then you're like, cool, I've got to fly to seven cities in November, right. honey. Uh, can you buy all the kids Christmas presents? Like, that's yeah. kind of the that that yeah. that's a little bit sadder than doing graphics, but it's so fulfilling and cool and different. And like you were saying before, like you've got a you've got a, a you know, logo project that you're done with. And if you wanted to ex- like flex into that as an option or like, that's just so much more interesting to me than I was going to say, if you wanted to, 
if you wanted to expand into that option and that would kind of tie us into what Josh is doing on his screen. Look at her go. Look at her go. So for those, for the, for the visually impaired, so the people who cannot see us right now um, or the listeners, Josh is expounding some logos on his screen right now. So are you building out, like, is this the like final, like, I guess, brand guide, uh, type final thing file prep, baby. Up? Nice. Yep. Okay, cool. And this I thought awesome. it was an appropriate task to be doing. I know we haven't talked about our topic at all, but we were talking about like how to like land the plane on projects and get approval on things. And yeah, um, I'd actually be really curious to hear how that works with, um, like, interior design install stuff because all the yeah. things that have remotely been like that type of project for me i am the on the decision making team and the the, the designer so like i'm both sides mm-hmm. of it so i haven't had yeah. to deal like i've had to i've had to sell logos and stuff plenty of times like other design work but i haven't had to like truly sell any type of decorating or space setup or furniture purposes for other people or really yeah. even like if you if you you know present this beautiful project to the client what if they don't like it it's not like you could just do control z like you have to like physically Mm. rebuild everything like do you guys yeah like when you're doing something is the planning stages like so detailed so that when you build it out that's it like that's what they get or do you ever have to go back and be like oh sorry we gotta rebuild this or repaint this or whatever all that moss died for no reason yeah yeah right (laughs) Um, I mean, I think like any other project, it would be a change order. It would be an additional quote if they wanted a change because they approve. So yeah, I'll just um, walk you through the steps of it because it really is similar to some of my process through other graphic design um, projects because I always present um, a couple of options for, and really wall, wall graphics, wall decals, signage, which is all graphic design. And then like the materials, the fixtures and finishes are kind of usually sort of a side piece to that, but, um, presenting designs for wall graphics and signage, um, just like any other project where I'm usually presenting options and then they're choosing one and maybe with some revisions and in a quote, there's revision and in terms of service, there's revisions listed, how many they get. Right. If they go over, that's great. Then you're going to pay the extra for the over. Um, and, <laughs> uh, and then, so I actually, I've struggled a little bit um, just with being new and everything. So back in my um, church job, I was the one designing it and sometimes helping make the decision and then sometimes building it and usually installing mm. it. Even at a job where I was on staff for 11 years, this is still complicated. I feel like during installs, people would give me all kinds of questions about why are you drilling a hole there? Well, because I have to. Um, and I would be careful about that, but it still seemed like there was always a lot that you're up against of just it has to be safe. And it has to last and it has to have a budget. There's just so much complication Mm -hmm. of the the implementation, the execution of it. So when I started this business, I kind of thought I like building things, but I don't want to do that for other people. It was hard enough while I was on the staff doing that. Sure. So I end the process at handing over files. Um, And what I usually do is I I hand over any designs for uh, wall graphics and print companies can print and install wall graphics and they can print Mm -hmm. and install. Yeah. And there's, so I've done that for clients out of state. Um, And then other things like fixtures or finishes or like a custom build, 
I'm uh, providing links of selections and usually I give a backup in case something is um, is sold out or they don't like it or whatever. Sure. And then I'm giving um, sketches because I have the background in architecture. Anybody on your church staff who can build, you know, a kiosk for a check-in or whatever can take my sketch and I have dimensions and I have labels and you know exactly how to build that's it. So sick. Um, so that's worked out really well. I've never had anybody after the, but we're only a year in and these projects take a, a while. So I have some sure. projects I've worked on that aren't yet installed. Sure. Um, but for the handful that are in churches, especially, I've never had anybody after the fact be like, oh, this didn't work out. Can yeah, you redo yeah, yeah. it? Sure. So it's worked that would out. be a massive. Well, I would assume yeah. that most yeah. issues don't come like issues don't come like while it's after, after it's done, they're like, they see the first thing or they see a rendering or actually what is your yeah. like first, what, what things do clients get to see from you to like, get check-in or notes or whatever like yeah that's that a good question for. because i'm i meant to um to mention that that i do so usually i do a flat design of anything that's designed in illustrator or whatever just um you know with the wall graphic or the signage options but i'm always mocking it up in the space just like we're providing mock-ups you know if you're doing a logo pro project you might provide a mock-up of the logo on a t-shirt or a business card it and i think with spaces like Photoshop, or is that like mm -hmm. some kind of like autocad deal i probably could do either sketchup or autocad um to really build a 3d model and place them mm -hmm. in but mostly i do photoshop just so much money yeah SketchUp, I believe, is free. AutoCAD is super expensive. Um, well, I was actually even just thinking like how much time it takes to well, recreate time, yeah. someone's space. Like that's yeah, true. gobs of time that they're just like, so they can sniff check something. Yeah. And it does take a lot of time to Photoshop the different designs into a photo of somebody's space, especially if the space is still under construction because the photos aren't sure. complete. But, um, you know, they're not photorealistic, they're mock-ups. So there's some forgiveness level there, but it's sure. so helpful for them to see. And you put scale figures of an actual picture of a person in there. So they're visualizing mm. how big is this going to be? What is going to be in place of this? When I have a full lobby or when I have a full um, hallway, what's going to be seen, what's going to be in the way, this door swing is going to be in the way of that. So that's covering up. So it really helps to give them, and I don't do 3D mock-ups of every area that I'm designing for, but like the key ones, the most important ones. Sure. And it does take a lot of time. So those projects are, are usually higher ticket items, higher prices. Sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's so cool. That's so awesome. That yeah. seems it's like really something, fun. like I'm, my brain always, and this is, I don't know if this is. Can I just say what my brain is doing right now? Literally, like, Josh, I don't know how you're talking and working because I know like so distracted by what you're doing. I can't even like focus on what you guys are talking about. <laughs> like, I'm watching. Like, I'm not going to lie. When it get, like I literally for a second, like got irked because the way you re like the way you scale things like it's so crazy to me. Like you like grab it and you grab it from the middle point oh, wow, like that's yeah. so weird to me like that you what do that little point like that like that like that i always grab ah, the corners ah. yeah. like because like i don't know i've always done the corners i never do the middle points like i i like i don't know why i guess i just am scared to but that whenever i saw you do that i was like whoa what is he doing right now? This, this psychopath over here grabbing the middle <laughs> anchor points it's I actually really enlightening over. Seeing yeah. someone else use Illustrator, like, oh, okay, all right. Yeah, so oh, like, you're okay. going there? What's that palette? Yeah. What is going that's, on? Uh, that is something that's that's interesting to me is like whether you actually like grasp any, like it, 
I, you, I've watched enough other like smart people go live before that you're like, you could watch somebody for an hour and say, I didn't learn anything, but that was interesting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there are no new tricks for me, but like, oh, that would have not, I wouldn't have thought to do it that way. Yeah. 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 Which is because yeah. like we all do this like for a ton of hours of our life, but rarely do you watch somebody in the yeah. mess like do yeah. stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> do you so guys follow? Um, or do you see the Instagram account of, uh, I think his name is James Barnard. So it's Barnard Co. Yeah, 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 at, at Barnard Co. Uh-uh. He's not lettering. He does um, logo no. design uh, and does a lot of illustrator tutorial, but like super easy, you know, one minute, like super quick, sometimes even, even shorter of just those little dumb things of like pulling on the, using the middle point to scale your object. Hey, did you know that you could do this? And it's, it's been so Listen, time saving, like learning those here's, little tips. Here's my thing is I'm, I'm just bad at tutorials. I'm bad at making them. <laughs> I'm bad at finding them and remembering them when it's time to like, how do we do that thing? Like I saw really, yeah. like I'll save them on Instagram every time. I'm like, oh yeah, great. Let's write this down. Yeah. yeah. And then when it comes time to like, what was that thing again? I don't know. I got to get back to work. Yeah. Um, and Me then too. when it comes time to make a tutorial video, I'm just like, this is the saddest, most boring experience of my life i hate it um so yeah i'm just i'm just that's that ain't my cup of tea but i do yeah. enjoy them and definitely see the value in them yeah for sure i i love a good tutorial i tutorial i, I obviously but see i can't watch a tutorial and work because then i would just lose all train of thought and be like like i'm just like intrigued by watching the screen right now right. i can't even focus Beep, probably so is everyone is let us so. know in the comments, except for the podcast listeners. I'll probably just upload this one straight to to Spotify, uh, like with the video piece of it. Yeah. But if you're watching this before, live, during, after, whatever, and you're like, hey, this is kind of like a Zen experience of like listening to them talk shop and then also watching anything at all happening on screen. Yeah. Let us know if you like that or if it's giving you like just ADHD out the wazoo and we need oh. to... Yeah, Calm it's my ADHD is going bit. out of control. Yeah, I can't even. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? No, but and even like that just now, like how you like just literally clicked on the items and did your artboards that way. Like I've done mm -hmm. that before, but that is like so foreign to me. Like I would what I would do is I would build the artboards first and then place everything no. and then duplicate. No, all of them. Ah, that is another way to do it. That is yeah, another way. Like, yeah. like, like make duplicate one them. color set and then copy them all yeah, down. Yeah, and then just copy that. Yeah, exactly. I've, I've done, depending on how complicated the things are to click, I will do it that way sometimes too. Yeah, yeah. But this is, we were talking about this last week, actually, about like the, the, the export buddy from like the affinity designs or whatever. Yeah. And like how, like how do you make a, a, a tool that's faster than what I just did? Like unless it reads minds or is another human doing it. Like I don't right. know how to get much more streamlined than what you just saw. Right, right. Yeah, that was super quick. I don't know. I don't know. I I I don't like those extra things. I feel like I feel mm -hmm. like anytime I try to use those things, they slow everything down. So I'm like, yes. I don't even I don't know. I just do it the way I do it, I guess. But I love yeah. it. Interesting. But Bry yeah. Bryce says he's watching me work in Illustrator, not getting his work done in Illustrator. Oh right yeah, now. right. Yeah. I'm sure everyone Same. is. <laughs> this is uh, let's all just is, sit quietly. This is the big watch. secret: yeah. is, is Josh is behind on work, and I'm just uh, using this time to get stuff done. That's oh, what's yeah. really happening. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. Oh my right. gosh, it's crazy. It's I will say one of the logos uh, again. If you're not watching, then you're just going to be out of luck. Um, but one of the logos you had in there reminds me of a shirt that I had. I remember specifically in fifth grade, it looks 
like same colors, same kind of font, everything. And it was a Roxy. Do you remember that brand Roxy? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It was one of those. But anyway, I like. So let's talk. Let's talk real quick about what you're doing. So this is a yeah. youth group, obviously expand youth. Yeah. Um, um, they them. actually on our mood meeting, they toted out an old Roxy T-shirt and they said, we Shut snuck up. into Ashley's house and stole this. And oh, this, OK. I thought please you were- <laughs> use this as the seed. For- I thought you were serious that they seriously brought that shirt out. And I was like, that is what is what are the chances? Like, I that's said, crazy. Man, very weird. Uh, <laughs> Ashley is my friend. Please return her property to her. But yeah, I can make you some logos that look like her old shirt. Yeah, that's no, fine. I I specifically remember that shirt. I don't remember a lot of shirts I had, but I remember that shirt because someone made this mean boy at elementary school made fun of me for wearing it. And that's why I always remember. But I used to love it. I thought it was the coolest thing. But what a freaking turd. That's all that matters. You loved it. <laughs> that's all that matters. You know what I mean? Oh, man. But yeah. So tell us about Expound Youth or Expand Youth. Josh. So this is um, a, a logo for a youth group. Um, that's all I have to say. No, I'm just kidding. Great. Uh, no, they've been they've been great. And they wanted uh, I just this is after I just shut it all down. They wanted it. It's always so fun being in the mood meeting, like the, the notes that you read after it sound like a crazy person wrote it. Um. Like that one was, I think that one of the notes we get is like, okay, what if Skrillex lived in like 1984? <laughs> yeah. Right. Like what is a, what is a, like if we had like eighties soft nostalgia vibes with EDM festival, like what does oh that gosh. feel like? Yeah. Cause their kids are like really like, I mean, it's always interesting, even in different parts of the country, like some kids are just more strung up than others. And these kids are like yeah. hyper big, bold, loud, crazy yeah, all yeah, the time. Yeah. Even if it is a fairly like small ish town. Uh, eh, small town is probably not the right word. Um, uh, it's Seminole, Texas, if anybody wants to whip out their yeah. geography skills and help sure. us in the chat, like how small is the town. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, so they're just like, that's the vibe we want. And so we went down a couple of roads and I could have shown you guys the previous version. Um, that's cool. Yeah. No, I'm gonna I, uh, that. This is in typical Ash fashion. I will take one thing that you say and then I will expand on that. But I was going to say this is kind of random, too, is the other night. So my son or our son, he's 12 and he's like kind of like likes EDM kind of music a little bit. And the other day I was thinking I was driving. I was like, oh, my gosh, who is that guy that? We used to like his music probably like 10 years ago, and I can't think of his name, and I want to show him. And you just reminded me it was Skrillex. So thank you for that. I will show him. Blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, it was so good. Like back then. Yeah, exactly. Bring it back in our acoustic soundboard for everybody. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, Tiffany, what's your favorite style of music? Just kidding. <laughs> oh, man. What are you working on today, Tiffany? Um, earlier before our call, I was working on a booklet for a nonprofit for their capital campaign. They have a new, um, campus opening up. Cool. So, and then, um, a style guide for a logo for a construct kind of construction there, um, uh, water damage and fire damage restoration. So I'm actually really excited. It's kind of funny. No. No, because oh, the guy that this is for works a surf pro. I was like, this oh, really? is going to be the craziest be so coincidence funny. in the universe here. I've had one of those already this week where um, a marketing company who I do some contracting with was like, oh, we have this this uh, client and here's what they've said about their projects. And they we think that they're going to be kind of a retainer pro- client who's going to come back and we're interested in if you want to work on those and everything they were saying 
was seemed like it was about the biggest nightmare client I've ever had. <laughs> and I was just like, mm -hmm. oh, no. But then I remembered later that they said one thing that was not consistent. And I was like, oh, OK, OK, it's not that person. But that would have been awful. So anyway, the construction logo I'm really excited about because I've always wanted that's kind of a bucket list, a construction company oh, or an cool. architecture firm logo. Sure. Because I don't okay. know. Let's play, some let's of them play. are bad. Yeah, let's play a game here, like wave a magic wand. Um, are you trying to play like career bingo and like hit a bunch of types of projects or like, dang, I just love a construction logo. I wish I could do more construction logos or like, like you I see would. what I'm saying? Like I like if you said, hey, Josh, you're you're rock and rolling like church and youth logos the rest of your life. I'm like, cool. Sounds great. Um, but. I sense from other people, they're like, I would be, I would feel so dead inside if everything I did was the same all the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's go. Let's, let's do a round robin of absolutely like dream clients. Like whether that's an actual like company or church or just like industry based, like what is your dream client, Tiffany? Oh man. You had to make me go first. Um, <laughs> I can go first. If yeah. You if you have thoughts, I, sure. I have to think about it because I'll be I'll regret my answer. And I'll be like, no, there was such a better one. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. No. Um, it's OK. My, Anything I mean, you say on making a mark is locked in stone forever and uh, <laughs> will not ever change. Yeah. So you can never change. Make sure answer. you really think about what you're going to say. <laughs> um, so mine isn't necessarily a specific brand or anything, but like my dream clients that like are my dream projects that I love working on is, um, or are, uh, like apparel, apparel based designs, like for companies. So like, obviously like I would love to work with like, I don't know, big brands, whatever. I don't even know, but just like big brands, shirt designs is my favorite. Um, those are, that's my absolute favorite or even like for artists, for bands, that type of thing. Um, all right. That's so my favorite type of work is shirt design. Hot topic or like Vans calls you tomorrow and says, oh, I would die. Ashley, no, better yet, Roxy calls you tomorrow <laughs> and says, Ashley, you're creative lead on XYZ department. Are you dropping everything like a bad habit and running to, to go do that? Mm, I don't know if I would do that. I don't know if I would fully commit to like one. I mean, I don't know. I guess it depends on what they're offering me. If it was like ridiculous, I'd be like, sure, I'm going for it. But you hear that, I don't know. You'll better have a darn <laughs> yeah, good offer. Yeah, you better have like Ashley's a really good offer. Have to think about it. <laughs> no, because literally when I first started getting into design, when I was a junior in high school, um, my dream job and my favorite website at the time was Volcom Volcom Stones oh, website. Um, and it wasn't necessarily their, their merch. Like I love, I've always loved the merch or whatever. It was but the website experience. Yeah. I don't know if you guys ever saw it, but they had a, like an artist forum where like artists around the world would post their, like this is before social media and stuff, but they would put mm -hmm. up art and Volcom would feature it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I just want to be featured by them one day. That was like my absolute dream. So yes, if Vans called me, I would seriously debate my life choices and maybe, maybe Can go over there. <laughs> can we can we pour one out for the fallen homie of the old ye old west days of the internet? Back when the internet yeah. was young and website layout could not be predicted, like you land somewhere and it's like a discovery experience. Like, okay, how do I get around this website? Where are yeah. the links? <laughs> there's like music playing. There's like a flash intro. Um, like every like you're exactly the same thing. Like there is no social media, so all these places are like building their own versions of that stuff on their own website and like it's just it was a crazy time and 
I, I think there's a lot of good things to be said about the mature version of the internet. Um, but boy, that was a, that was a fun, crazy time. You could on everybody's MySpace page and it was just yeah. like, same thing, like a steaming mess, but boy, it was interesting. It was just the best, the best time. So best of uh, times, the worst yeah. of times. What are you, uh, what are you, you're doing another same kind of thing? Flash yeah, so sheet, this is different. Yeah, well, this one's for Adam, and I threw in some colors for him. But, yeah, usually the flash sheets are just single color. And um, so t this is the first step that we you guys didn't see on the last project. I'll go, like, polish up this document. Yeah. And then I'm always sending uh, the client this thing. So they've got, like, they don't just have, like, a pile of logos. Like, they have mm -hmm. a polished up presentation they could hand somebody and sure. look at themselves and go, like, what did I like out of this? Um, and I'll save that as a PDF form in my nice little clean export folder. And then the next thing I do is I go create a new artboard. And that was what we were just looking at. Cool. Adam West Media Logos. And then I'll pull all those over and break them into separate artboards and export files that way. Sure. So, Tiffany, what are your tips on, since Josh is kind of finalizing some stuff, and that's kind of, that's what our topic was today is yeah. finalizing projects and getting them approved. Like, what are some uh, are some of your thoughts or tips on getting um, projects approved by the client, whether that's, like, sp speedily or effectively? Like, whether that's communication-wise or design-wise? Yeah. Um, I think when I... When we first uh, settled on that topic, my thought was really it's kind of the whole process. I feel like it's um, building trust with the client from the very beginning. Preach. Yeah. Um, which I, I struggle with. I've had a couple of meetings this last month where I'm like, man, I did not do a good job of just communicating what my process is. And they need to know that the very first. Um, so everything from like at the beginning of the project, communicating the process and what they're getting from from the project how many concepts and the, do they know what a concept is um so i've been trying to like teach some of those things like what they're getting um in in the steps how long each step takes what their role is and what my expectation is for them so i think if you're taking the lead which i'm i'm not a great leader i love supporting i i feel like i am if i am the second person even I used to work at Starbucks and I would notice if I was on bar making the drinks it made me just too nervous mm. um, but if I was what they called store support which is just filtering through the whole store uh, supporting everybody like stocking everybody's stuff and getting things for people I loved that even though it was just as important yeah so I just I love supporting I don't I'm not like a natural leader but in that step of just letting a client know what the project is going to be like from the very beginning. And then mm -hmm. as we jump through it, making sure one of the things that I, I feel like is really important is making sure to give them enough concepts from the beginning, but not so many that it's debilitating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, so it's, they have a, a, you know, skin in the game that they, the in design is one that they chose. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. by the end, and then I've also experienced, I don't know if you all do this in your business. So tell me um, how you just kind of business wise deal with this. But there have been some clients who um, if so, I work with some clients who have clients, you know, so like a small agency who has clients. And sure. so I'm their contractor. Sure. And so they're the middleman and um, Sticky business. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there's been times where I've had a project where in the middle, the 
original client kind of wants a really big, not a revision, a change, like we're starting from the beginning again, because of something that wasn't communicated or something that they wanted that just wasn't clear at all. Um, And they've priced that differently and kind of not called that a revision, but called that a like a a new design or whatever. I don't know what they have called it. But um, yeah, so tell me if you guys have experienced that because I really have only experienced that once and every other time I've just had um, an amount of revisions, part of the project, usually two. And Mm -hmm. we never go over that. And clients are usually happy by the end. And yeah, so I've, I feel feel like maybe I've been lucky at the end of a project that it's moved forward and people are happy. But Mm -hmm. I think just being consistent, being trustworthy from the beginning, communicating, yeah, and doing quality work, no matter what the price point is, even if you're donating the work, like quality, I'm going to give you my best every time. Every concept I give you is going to be one that I would be stoked if you chose. <laughs> I'm, yeah. You know, yeah, that's a big one. I think if you're doing that, I haven't had a lot of problems, but yeah. What do you guys do? No, uh, I, oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just not going to miss a possible opportunity to sing the praises of a good process uh, because I really do think that that is where the beginning of good projects starts is like, Hey client, like let's like some of the things Tiffany was talking about, like, let's get some skin in the game. Let's talk about this ahead of time. Let's know what the end game is in mind. Let's know what the scope is. Like having those things in place at all really helps somebody not get stalled at that, like 70 to 90% mark for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was going to agree with you, Tiffany. Like um, I've noticed with clients, if I, um, I like to keep the amount of options I'm giving them to a minimum, no more than like, so say, so say if I'm doing like logos or branding, I do no more than three looks for them. Um, just to kind of, like you said, I like how you said it, get them like skin in the game. So I'll send them all three and I'll say, Hey, here, here, three totally separate looks. Let me know which of the three you like. And then from there we kind of build on it or sometimes they're stoked with round one and we just go with that. Um, but another thing I was going to say that like to finalize projects that I've noticed and I've always done this is if I'm super positive about a project. And again, this is like all client relations and stuff, but if I'm very like, um, like, Hey, here's your shirt design. Like I usually always email them and I say, Hey, here's your shirt design. I love how it came out. Please let me know your thoughts. Like super stoked on it. I Mm -hmm. notice, um, you know, most, most of the times clients will email back being like stoked on it versus if I'm like having like a sour day and I'm like, Hey, here's your shirt design. Thank you so much. Yeah. Usually they can kind of read that and they're like, Oh, actually like, cause I think that coming from like us as designers, if they yeah. think that we're stoked on it because of our eye seeing it, they're going to usually be stoked on it as well. And they're hiring you because of that reason, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I, I think, um, yeah, hearing your confidence and uh, something that I've learned, actually, the first uh, logo project that I ever had in um, th- my freelance business was just a friend of mine. And uh, from the very beginning, we were kind of like, OK, you're my test test client. And so, like, let me know how the process is going throughout the the process. And she gave me feedback at the end, just asking for more of my creative opinion. 
Mm. And she was somebody who I knew had a creative eye and I'd actually worked with on a creative team before. And I, I, for her to say that she would have liked that, I thought, okay, everybody needs that. Everybody needs. And even since then, I haven't done a great job all the time, but I'm kind of trying to grow in that where if I'm presenting three concepts, I might tell them, Concept one, I think is a little bit more edgy and it's going to appeal to a younger demographic. Concept number two is a little bit more bold in color and it's going to look really, really good, small or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. the pros and cons. So I'm telling them what my designer expertise thinks is, are the pros and cons of each. And um, and I, maybe some people don't need that and would love to just form their own opinions without that information. So even sometimes I'll Mm -hmm. lead that, (laughs) those points with, if you like my opinion, then read further so that if they don't, if they just want to see it fresh, they can go and do that quick. And then they can come back and say, okay, what's the designer think? But it should always be that all three I would be excited about, but they all have pros and cons. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. I totally agree. Your your excitement about a project definitely does come through. Like you can smell... Mm -hmm. When somebody's lobbing something over the email fence and be like, yep, I did my, I hit my deadline versus there you go. Like, yeah. this, this feels really good to me. And I hope that you say yes to this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And also I think that there's always a, a healthy element. Uh, I'm also realizing that I should have been doing this many, many moons ago because it's the best way to get me to shut up on the episode is to give me something to do with my hands. <laughs> so I don't just dominate the entire conversation. It's the dream here, guys. Um, no, but I, I always think of it like the best analogy is like uh, a, a server or a chef at a restaurant. Like, yeah, I'm here to deliver your vision. Like, I'm here to listen. I'm mm-hmm. here to help you guys walk through a journey. But if you're like picking something really risky and you strike me as a safe chicken nuggets kind of kind of uh, patron, I'm going to say that. Right. Yeah. Or or vice versa. Like, all right, are you sure you want the ketchup on the waffles? Like I mm-hmm. professionally think that will taste awful. Right. Yeah. Um, so if it comes out bad, you know, don't talk to me about that kind of thing. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> finding tactful ways to coach, but also serve. I think sure. it's a, it is a weird dynamic that I thoroughly enjoy, but it is hard, hard, hard for young designers to master that one because you either yeah. want to be in like cranky pissed off jaded like unmisunderstood artist kind of vibe is where i see people going into or sir yes sir to everything sure right? yeah. and sure. you can't you gotta you gotta be able to like know when to switch gears right yeah because i mean that's the thing because i mean like think about it like even like us three here on the podcast we are all you know very talented great designers but we're not the best in the world right there's people who are better than us but what I would never a, say that. <laughs> you're the, you're the best designer in the world. Um, no, but like, <laughs> is that like, it's, I love what Jared said, or Jared said in the chat. It says service is greater than deliverables. Yeah. Like that's, that's so true because, you know, there's a good line. millions of designers in the world, but if they're not sold on you as a person, like mm. whether that's personality or um, the way you do Approach, things, the way you communicate or, yeah. or whatever, they're, they could easily just be like, you know what? I don't like this design. I'm going somewhere else or So that's where you get into like fighting the rat race to the bottom price and getting into commodity-based stuff is when you're not offering anything beyond, you know, the the deliverables, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Like people should have watched your videos and be like, dang, that's sick. I love the way she's thinking about that. Uh, Like I think that's the thing. When everybody talks about like AI taking our jobs and stuff, like Mm -mm. how you think – 
should be what people hire you for, not yeah. for um, your actual skill set. Yeah. Yeah. And like how you're approaching stuff, because um, I don't know. I don't want to get into the whole AI thing. It's a little tired, but sure. Um, yep. That one blew up in the hangar. I'm going to get back to work. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I got distracted. Just, just no. ignore all that. I just said. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, yeah, well, I'm, I'm pumped. I know today is a little bit shorter episode because I know Josh obviously has a lot of work to do and I actually have to go to a field trip for our son today. So I'm excited for that. But um, yeah, but I'm so pumped you were here, Tiffany. Thank you so much for being here. It's awesome. Thanks for having me. It was so fun to chat. Yeah, delightful. But I, I know Actually, I know you are not trying to land this plane. No, I'm not. I'm just. Oh, yeah, the drawing. We had to do the drawing. She's just laying bricks for the. I'm just. Exactly. I'm just putting the feelers out there being like, hey, guys, listen, I got to go soon. I got to go to a field trip. Are we done? Waving the flag. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, um, I got to go. So uh, no, but no, but for real, I do got to go in a few minutes, but I'm really excited. And I, I actually I have a design or not design. I'm sorry. A doodle prompt. If you guys are a for DP. it, a DP today, nice. if okay. you guys are down, um, I thought we could do something with Moss since we were talking about Moss quite a bit and Ashley. like whatever you want it, whatever you want that to be, but like how the, drawing how the Moss. Heck? Everyone's supposed to draw Moss with a Sharpie. Just, just <laughs> lean into it. Okay. <laughs> just sell it with your personality. It's not about the the, the design. It came, right? Yeah. It's service. It's service. It's service not, not deliverable. deliverable. Yeah. All right. I got exactly. you, Exactly. Okay. All right, so uh, for those of you who want to join us live at home in your home studio, part of me, stop it, stop it, Siri. <laughs> Can you try to help me once? No, she can't. Um, Tiffany, what we're doing is we got you got you got your prompt to go with. You got a yep. sharpie. You got, got a it. piece of paper. Draw fat, and we got one minute. Y'all ready? Uh, yep, ready. Set, go. Okay. So, uh, what are you guys drawing over there? Some sick <laughs> stuff. I'm going to own you this week, Ashley. And no putting faces on stuff. I can't promise Oh, that. no. No, you can do whatever you want, Tiffany. But Ashley's uh, <laughs> uh, annual challenge this year is to not put faces on every single one of these things. Oh. No, it's not going to happen. I'm sorry. So what she agreed to do. I did said. not agree to do no faces. Bro, it's Mine. so wild when you sit down to draw something, how <laughs> yeah. much you realize, like, what does this thing look like? Like, I don't, this I don't is, think I know. <laughs> mine doesn't time. look like, mine doesn't look like moss. It looks kind of like a nugget of something else. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it time? I stopped. Josh, did you stop? I would never stop. Are you cheating? I not stopped. Wait, what the Boom. heck? Boom. Now it's You stopped. guys said time. I, I could have had like another 20 Tiffany, seconds. Tiffany just juked you out. She, she said. Did. I totally cheated. I was yeah. through for 20 seconds longer I'm gonna than I'm going to draw ahead of time and then tell. I say the word time so Ashley gets thrown off <laughs> yeah. the scent. Yeah, what the heck? All right. I'm going right. to stop screen share. Everybody share your work in three, two, one. Rise, I appreciate the confidence. I'm feeling great today. Bada boom. Oh, dang. Oh. Tiffany, yours is sick. I love Tiffany, that mushroom. <laughs> dang it. Tiffany definitely <laughs> Your Moss character, though? That's cool. Moss man. Moss man. Yeah, he definitely looks like a nug, actually. He does. Actually. He totally does. All right. So we're going to, we're going to, um, as you guys in the chat here, like, y'all need to be thinking, Tiffany, like, for sure, wins 
outright. Yeah. But I need to know between me and Ashley who won runner up here. So y'all be thinking about vote down in the comments as we are explaining our designs. Um, you go first, Moss Man. So this is Moss Man. He's <laughs> what's, what's coming out the side of his head? Yeah, what, what is, is that? His, that's his cape. He's the superhero, Moss Man. <laughs> what? And uh, yeah, he's he's real nice. He's very moist. He's not dried out yet. He's like real moist fresh. Boy. Yeah, but um, he does. A, he looks a little bit like a nugget or Meat, something no, else. He looks but like you know he what? looks like meatball from uh, yeah. What's it called? What's that? I've never watched that show, but no I was idea. Say hamburger helper, but that's a food, not a TV show. No, that's the hand guy. Meatball, Hunger Force, Team Squad, Aqua, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Wait, huh? There you go. Not familiar. Anyway. I don't know. Anyway, it's one of those Boss adult Man cartoons you said you hate. No, I don't like those because then my kids always try to go watch them. And then I'm like, you can't watch this. This is terrible. And they're Actually, always very it's dirty. It's, it's not, not for you. And some of them are not me. that dirty. Some of them are not that dirty. <laughs> like you got, there, are, there are clean ones that are just weird. They're not inappropriate. All right, listen. Yeah. So either way, I'm about to bury you with this next level thinking here. It's a moth uh, moss. So for the podcast it listeners, it is a moth because I said, how, how am I supposed to draw a moth? That's like a bunch of little squiggly lines. Yeah. That's not going to look good. So I'm going to call, uh, I can't hear you very well. And I thought you said moth. Oh, um, so, so you should have with. played it as it's a moth made of moss. It's a moss moth or moss, moth moss. Mo it's a moth. <laughs> a moth. Yeah. All right, Tiffany, your turn. Show the class okay. your work. Sorry. It's just a great Sorry, drawing camera. of moss. I love yeah, that little mushroom. That's so cute. That mushroom is bomb. It's so cute. The cloud and the sun probably don't count because they were during my cheat time at the end. It's okay. Um, they really didn't add too much to the, the No, they didn't. Not at all. <laughs> uh, 90s love, uh, vibes with the mushroom. I love it. I literally drew a mushroom yesterday that I posted on nice. Instagram. So I love mushrooms. They're so cute. It was one right. of my go-to sketches when I was in high school. Just yeah. sketching a bunch of random stuff all the time. <laughs> writing song lyrics down notebooks. <laughs> I love we it. We all used to be so moody. Yeah. So like, oh, get in my feels. Draw some lyrics in a picture with it. Yep. Been there, done that. <laughs> all right. Uh, nobody voted. So Josh wins. That's perfect. Great episode for <laughs> yeah, today, guys. Right. Andy, um, Andy said Moss Man birth. Verse Mothman. Say that. That's my husband, fast. Andy Kelly. So oh, uh, there you go. Aboard, and and Andy got me on the Aqua Teen Hunger Force, too. Yeah, of course. I knew he would be um, reeling down there that you didn't know the name <laughs> of that. Sorry. Right. It, it, that's one. That I've, I've watched a lot of Adult Swim stuff. That is one of them that I never um, mm -hmm. jumped into and like really kept up with. But yeah, guys, it's been a great episode. Thanks again, Tiffany. We'll have yeah, uh, links for her stuff down in the show notes so you can book her solid and have her gallivanting all across the universe to do your uh, spatial branding experience. Yeah, heck yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, thank um, you for being here, Tiffany. It's awesome to meet you um, in virtual person. So, yeah. Yeah. So fun. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, thank Until you. Until next week. Adios, amigos. All right. See ya. Thanks for joining us today. Hope you had as much fun as I did. You can join us live for recordings on YouTube Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern. We'd love to have you come hang out with us in the live chat. You can follow along on Instagram at makingamarkpod to help us make these episodes. That's right. You'll be voting on topics, nominating guests, and tagging us in your work for a chance to have it featured on an episode. 
Visit makingamarkpod.com for even more info and context. This is home base, but Instagram is probably where the party's at. If you like the show and want more of this, share a link to the episode with a friend. Until next time, adios.